Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, brought to you by the Small Business Community Network in association with Northern River Financial. We're proudly supported by TELUS. The future is friendly. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org. It's Linda Ockwell-Jenner here, co-founder of the Small Business Community Network with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. In today's episode, I'd like to share a conversation we recorded for our Small Biz Perspectives video series. Hello everyone, it's Linda Ockwell-Jenner here again with another SBCN Small Biz Perspectives and I have my lovely friend Steve Bentley, Northern River Financial here this evening. Hi Steve. How are you? I'm doing really well, and I'm excited about the topic you've chosen to talk about tonight. You know, it's something I've been thinking about the last uh, little bit, and um, we've had a, a version of this discussion before, but really somebody said something to me that really made sense, and it's basically to say, you know what, it's not just all about doing social, it's being social. And I think that really speaks to us. People... Being in and trying to do social media and using social media to the best of their advantage. And it can create an awareness. It can create an ability to engage with people. But it's only a tool. And I see so many people just using it as a tool but not actually using it effectively. And what that effectiveness is is the concept of doing social. In other words, going out and engaging with the people that you're connecting with through social media channels, right? Not even just networking, coffees, lunches, even picking up the phone sometimes to even extend that conversation. So I think not enough of it do it. And we put so much effort into the social media side that we aren't using it to the best of its advantage and we're probably not being very efficient with our time. That's a really good thought. I also um, think there's a... Another side to that, where people are being too social and they are actually bringing the social in, into the life in a big way, but they're forgetting to do the work. So it's like devil's advocate here. It's like, how can you combine it all and still do the work that you need to do without staying in your office and just being social online? It's like a really tightrope kind of deal, isn't it? How to do it properly. Well, I think the two things you mentioned there about being in your office, guess what? Nobody's going to meet you. You don't go out of that office, right? So it's actually going out and meeting and engaging with people. I remember people in our industry several years ago when I was mentoring them, you know, they come in 11 o'clock in the morning. We're sort of saying, well, so why are you coming in at 11 o'clock in the morning, right? You know, there's things you could do in the morning. Well, people aren't home. There's nobody to talk to. And, and so many things they could be doing administratively and marketing and, and, and growing their business yeah. as opposed to just engaging with clients. The second part of that is being too social, right? You always have to have an end game. There also has to be a reason why you do something and do it why you do it, right? And if you don't have a plan, then you, and of course I'm coming back to planning, but you come back to the fact that it can be a waste of time and yeah. people don't know where to draw that line. Yeah, and this is why we're here, Steve, to, to show them the way because we do a great job, don't we? Um, my biggest problem with people is they just want to be social on the um, the platforms like LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, they just want to chat with you on there and they don't want to meet you face-to-face. And obviously, if if you live in America and I live in Canada, um, we can't meet face-to-face unless we're travelling to see each other. Obviously, that's something that can't be helped. But locally, there's no excuse for people to just 
get out of that office or home office, whatever you want to call it, and meet somebody for coffee or, um, you know, do do an event where you want to say thank you to all your clients and, and the people you know, your connections and get together like that. But being social has to have an end meaning. So I believe you can be more influential once you meet people face-to-face because you're building that added trust, aren't you? You are the person online the same as you are face-to-face. Well, it's a natural human tendency, right? I mean, I, if I'm going to engage with people, develop a relationship with people, I want to meet them. Yeah. I, I can't do it virtually. I mean, you can use Skype and FaceTime to sort of help with the geographical distance, but it's something where there's so many opportunities. Yeah. And you know what I keep hearing as well is money for this and money for that. You know what? Open your eyes. It's amazing. You don't have to pay out as much as you think you do no. in order to network with people, right? There's so many social activities. I know another one who's a, a lady who's a member of our group who just started a walking club, and I'm actually going to be participating. Yeah, that's because a good idea. For me, that will help. And I think... The, the beauty of that is it's not just walking, it's yeah. talking. Yeah. So it's an engaging with people, and Sylvia's now got it, so that you know we're going to go out and go on some social walks, but whoever comes out, we're going to have a great time to have a conversation. So there's the, another way of extending it socially. The problem is we've got half of the people saying it's, it's all about being social and then not following up and doing the work involved after meeting people. And then we've got the people who don't think it, it's good to meet people outside of, you know, the LinkedIn, the Facebook, and they just want to do this. So it has to be a happy medium. Um, I love going for a walk in the park, and um, I love w- walking around the mall. And um, often I'll meet somebody there who, who I've met at a networking event or i work with, and we can suggest we go for a quick cup of coffee. It doesn't even have to be planned. It doesn't cost that much. But... Um, it's not just about selling, Steve. When I meet you socially or I meet Sylvia or I meet Anne or Fred or whoever it is, you know, it's not just about saying, well, are you going to refer someone? Are you going to buy my products and services? People firm me up because maybe they are feeling a bit lost in business or maybe they have a health problem because I'm very um, into health and wellness. Um, people phone me up just for a chat to see how I am. That is taking the social off the social media platforms, picking up the phone, as well as you, say, going for a walk. Sure, it's one medium. There's so many different mediums. I mean, you talked about people and product, and I always said you need to establish that there's a need with somebody you're speaking to. But I was just talking with somebody the other day who talked about going out to Tim Hortons and they were in line and then they this other person was talking about something and he was a small business owner yeah. and they just created a conversation, yeah. you know, very innocent, not, not to push business, but hey, you know what? That's how you have to engage with people. You can't do it with an end means to say, I need to look at it from a sales perspective. Sales take care of themselves. Conceptual selling takes into the fact of meeting people, engaging with people, developing needs, and then making and working a way for them to come around to see that maybe you can offer that solution. And if you can get to that point, then you're not selling anything. It's selling itself. Yeah. I think um, because I'm kind of a global company, Motivational Steps, and and I do meet people all over the world, mine's a little bit different, as I say, to yours because you can definitely meet whether you're going up north, whether you're mm-hmm. going, you know, the other way, you can meet a lot of people. In my case, I get a lot of referrals from my um, social media interactions. I don't just connect with you and say, hey, Steve, I want to, you know, another connection. I will interact with you. Uh, well, I'll try not to interact with you as much as possible. We see too much of each other. But um, I've got some really good referrals in the past. Um, it could be that um, another keynote speaker was sick. 
and and they wanted me, you know, with two weeks' notice, this has happened, to speak at a conference. That would not have happened if I hadn't have built up my presence online. And, like, if it is in the States, I, I don't just go and have a coffee with somebody in the States, you know. I mean, that's just not worth my time, is it? But... <laughs> Um, I do meet people when I'm networking all over the world and that takes my social media presence into the, you know, the the real world. But again, yes, if you build a good presence online and you build a good brand and then you meet people outside like you for walks or coffee, you've got a better chance of that person understanding you or those people and saying, hey, um, I met somebody the other day who wants what, you know, your financial services do. I mean, it does happen. Well, it does, and I think people, that you, you know what, I, I call it centers of influence, just part of it to say is that you have a network of people that you do business with, but beyond that, there's a lot of people who may need something, who yeah. may need an introduction, or you may need an introduction. Yeah. So reaching out to people and having that conversation about getting connected with somebody or providing something for somebody who's asking for, I mean, I, I did one today, I had a local person who put up a request for, you know, a place to hold a private party, and and. It's amazing how engaging the community is. There must have been like 25 responses with people's preferences. Well, you know, it's one way of engaging with people. You know, geographically, instead of picking up the phone, using the tools that are available, such as what we're doing right now, right? Yep. Through Skype, through FaceTime, through through kind of some kind of video messaging, you can have that conversation with that person, although you're not in the same location, but you can at least see them, you can see their facial expressions and get to know them a lot better than it, just through it's, a telephone. It's, it's very powerful. Um, I get really annoyed um, when somebody wants to connect with me, so on LinkedIn, and they don't want to engage with me, Steve. It's not about because I want them to you know, engage me to speak or something like that. It's because I want a conversation with them, I want to get to know them. And it's becoming more and more common now. Um, the other one, let's admit it, um, there are people out there who want to use um, some of the social media platforms as a dating avenue. Um, I shut them down immediately. I make my husband laugh. My my opening remark is, thank you for connecting with me. Well, how are you today, beautiful? Well, I'm sitting having breakfast with my husband, who is also my business partner, and we're actually, you know, beavering away, working together. So if that guy does want to date me, he's got no chance because I've shut him down immediately. So by all means, use it as a dating avenue, but then don't complain that people are hitting on you because... That would mean you've got to stop encouraging them. So social media's got a bit mixed up, Steve. I don't think a lot of people are now understanding the true concept of how it can help us because, let's admit it, we're in business to sell. That's my prime goal. Well, I think people have to be educated on the channels they use and use very select channels. That's going to complement what they need it for. Also being conscious of what you post out there, what information you're sharing out there, and not providing an opportunity to engage with people who are stalking you or who are trying to well, pursue you for purposes. Well, don't engage with them. Please well, that's it. Now, a lot of people do. You yeah. know, and they figure they got to argue back on something. Because <laughs> you know, you never be right. And, and those people, they're just... They're just stalkers and, and and you can't engage them because shut them down and move on but and, it doesn't really matter can't do that you know it doesn't matter now that everywhere they really are linkedin's doing an awesome job of shutting them down they really are uh wake up got this um you know want to connect um want to check it out they've gone linkedin's already realized that the bad guys whatever facebook um i think it's impossible for facebook to monitor it but i think it's up to us like if i was on facebook to date go ahead and do it. I'm not. So if somebody wants to connect with me, I'm really, really serious about it. And I have heard people saying, men and women, well, why are people hitting on me? 
well, just make it clear from the beginning that, you know, you're not interested. There's so many reasons why we use social media, isn't there, Steve? I mean, I love social media to keep in touch with my family. Nothing to do I with sales. It, you know, one of the largest demographics for Facebook is actually seniors who, instead of writing a letter and putting it in the mail and mailing it to somebody, can actually engage with their family across the world, particularly it. if they're in a situation where they can't really travel, right? Yeah, yeah. But you talk about Facebook. You know, right today there was about a 7% decline in Facebook stock oh. because there's a challenge right now where people outside of Facebook are getting information from Facebook through, you know how it says, hey, what does your picture look like as, yeah. a, a, you know, as, as, a, as an Irish person? And, we all you know, do it, Steve. You connect to that, <laughs> that, me, that, that connection, and then your personal information is siphoned to somebody completely independent yeah. you don't know. Yeah. And that's really starting to, to cause some problems with Facebook. And but now as you said, they can't really monitor it. We've, we've done that kind of thing. I know many people have done it. So we've got two choices now, Steve. We stop doing those quizzes or, or whatever you want to call them, but... If we're online, and I had this conversation with somebody on Facebook today, um, you can't trust any media today because there's always somebody who's going to bend the truth or, or give false news. So basically, unless you want to just stay offline completely, you are never going to really get away from that. I, I always say that if people difficult. want to start using media, quoting newspapers, radios, television, make sure you know your source make sure you try to the best of your ability research facts mm-hmm. you know a good example you know all of a sudden joe blow died today and it's all over facebook and then i, I remember a story with gordon lightfoot there was a story you know it goes with all social media he's passed away well he was in his car he picked up his phone and he called a radio station and says by the way i'm still alive oh god yeah. so you know it's just okay. the false news and the, and the and the propagation of fake information we don't know what to to really use so we've got to do our diligence yep. if we're going to use it to try to do our best to verify the source. But this thing with the states, really, I don't think any of us could have really prevented it. Whether Facebook could, I'm not even going to get into that, Steve, but what I want to say to people is we have a choice. Like, in our home, we lock our front door, surely. We lock our windows. So, like you've said, we've got to do our due diligence. We won't always know if it's fake or not, but do we really have to do, you know, do you look like a film star, do you look young? You know, all those things we've all done. It's our choice. If we've we, all done, yes. yes. It's our choice if we do it. What I'm worried about is that people who get scared of the online mess, you know, this mess that's going on, people who get scared of it won't use social media to their benefit. What I say is use it the way you want to use it. Be careful, obviously, lock your doors, whatever, your privacy and all that. But use it. Forget the noise. It doesn't matter what you're doing, Steve, or I'm doing. If we're messing around on Facebook or whatever and somebody wants to dedicate, you know, building a business on there, they can do it. We can't stop them, but they have to know the strategy. So I think all this is maybe scaring people away from social media, and it's a shame because at the very least it grows your brand, it grows your presence, you become well-known. And I think on the last three points, that's the important part of the, you know, the conversation we're having right now. Using and how to properly use social media is certainly a very strong part, part of it. But coming back to the initial premises, you know, use it to the degree that you can. Yeah. And couple that with going out and meeting and talking to people and going out in any kind of variety of situations to just try and get to people to, to get, be introduced to you and get to know who you are. And, you know, and you don't force your business. You know what? It's natural for people to ask what you do or for you to ask what they do and share it very, you know, lightly. Don't mm. go and try and push something or 
push a product on them. Because again, if there's a natural interest, that will develop on its own. You don't have to push it. I think you've made some very good points, Steve, but I love social media. It's really helped me grow, you know, my businesses. And I know you're excellent on social media. And we have a laugh. We have a joke. We've made many friends. I know we've made many business, um, you know, referrals and stuff like that. So don't be scared about it and use it the way that suits you. But then don't complain if it's not working out, if you're not using it, you know, to build your business. And then you suddenly realize well, it's not working in that way, you know. I think it's a very good topic for this day, but I kind of feel sorry for Facebook. I know a lot of people don't, but really and truly, come on. Oh, it's a very difficult thing to try and control. I mean, I can't even anticipate the logistics of running a network like Facebook. It's it's just tremendous, particularly with the growth it's had over the number of years, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just gotten so big. At some point, do you get too big? Right, people are saying that. For example, about Amazon right now, going buying all kinds of businesses, and it's you don't know where it gets to the point where it's too much, or yeah. you, or you get over leveraged. And I think people understand that the point of social media channels and social media usage is to create and develop and put out the strong message about who you are, what your business is. That whole presence is so important because, as we know. People want to learn about a business. Where are they going to go? They're mm-hmm. going to go back to, you know, the internet. They're going to Google. So the more that they can find about you, yeah. the better they're able to prepare to engage with you as be, well. Be right? yourself. And know I what mean, you do. I've met many people online and met them for coffee, and they are completely different to what they are online. And I don't mean quiet or more subdued. I mean, you know not so trustworthy, more salesy when they get you in a coffee shop and they really want to push the sales on you. Um, you know, this is me here and face-to-face. If I want to sell to you, obviously, eventually when the relationship has been built, obviously I'll give it a go. We're all in this for sales. But there are too many people today that are building trust with you. And then when they meet you, it's all about get your checkbook out, sign your check here, get your credit card out. And I don't like that, so I stay away from those people. Well, I think it's also subtly letting know people what you do. So if I sit and look at you, I look at your pop-up banner behind you. It gives me some information about you, right? Same in my situation or, you know, handing out a pen or handing whatever. is something that's got some connectivity. People, if they're interested, they're going to have that information to be able to reach out to you. And also, don't forget to showcase your brand online. Um, uh, was it Gunther Kramer? I wasn't at our last meeting. Um, but I think Gunther gave out some really awesome pens Please tell me it was Gunther. Oh, it was Gunther, yeah. <laughs> they were light up right pens. So <laughs> Dave bought me one home as a gift. I immediately yeah. took a photo of it and showcased it and helped Gunther showcase his brand. So yeah. it's a really good way for us to help each other, you know, by showcasing each other. There it is. It's there amazing. It is. I think it's that is amazing, so clever. It, right? I love his logo and everything. And a lot of people don't do that. They don't use it as a chance to help each other's brands. They think it's all about my brand. You'll often see me showcasing you and other people on social media when we've had our photos taken together because it's why not help each other? Why not share each other's brand? It's a really good way to do it. Well, we recognize that too in terms of the different venues we do, doing TV, doing podcast videos, uh, whatever the engagement is, right? It's all about just creating that awareness of who you are out there, right? And as many different channels as you can use. But you talk about Gunther and this pen, for example. I mean, it was such a novelty, right? I love it. talking about it. And think of it right now. Now it's on a video podcast that's going to go out on YouTube. So 
you know, it's amazing how that stuff just builds on its own self. Do you know how much people self. pay to be on our podcast, video, whatever, Steve? <laughs> we should get God the Dubai of millions. <laughs> Listen, it's been fantastic, and I love chatting with you. It's so easy to talk to. And we'll get together again next week. You have a good evening. All right. Take care. Thank you.